Now, we know that it was reported over the weekend that senior NRL NT games between the Palmerston Raiders and the Northern Sharks had to be postponed while um, the NRL investigates a potential breach of COVID restrictions. Now, joining us on the line to tell us more about the situation is, um, well, the CEO of NRL here in the Northern Territory, Nigel Roy. Good morning to you, Nigel. Uh, good morning, Katie. Um, mate, what happened with these two teams? Yeah, well, the, the, the league was made aware of some activity that was occurring uh, late on Thursday night. Um, so as a league, uh, we we, uh, we want to be seen as a good community citizen. So as soon as we were made aware of that activity, uh, we've got a process that we, we go through. Uh, so we made the... Uh, the relevant authorities are aware of that and they're conducting their own uh, investigations. Uh, but once we were made aware of it, we, we commenced our own internal investigations. Now, I probably can't, well, I can't go into the full details of the matter as yet because yep. we have to allow, uh, well, there's a process that we have to adhere to uh, and, and we're conducting that uh, very thorough process at, at the moment. Um, but what we did do well, as a league, just like every other uh, community sport out there, we want to see uh, our seasons continue on and the like. But we also want to continue in a way that's compliant with the, the health department's uh, directives. So once, you know, Zay Webb was sort of wanting to come out of lockdown and the like, uh, but but the league, to, to make sure that we're all uh, yeah, consistent and compliant with yep. the department's directives, we just gave... The, the NRLNT issued a directive to all our affiliated clubs and associations within the lockdown areas that no activity was to take place. So essentially... Um, so the matter that we're, we're investigating. So essentially, Nigel, um, you know, from what I can gather, um, that these clubs were holding training before those restrictions were lifted, or that's certainly what you're investigating? Yeah, well, that, that's... Well, as I say, I can't go into the full details of it. Yeah, but the... the, the the directives and the guidelines from the league were, were pretty specific and, mm. and, uh, and that's what we didn't want our affiliated clubs to be doing. Because, you know, we, you know somebody driving past in the street, you know, they see uh, people gathering and so forth, that's going to you know, potentially cause alarm when everybody's doing the, the right thing, yeah. uh, keeping socially distanced uh, and, and keeping this uh, terrible COVID coronavirus at bay. So we, as uh, sporting organisations and, and uh, representatives of our community, we've got to be seen to be doing the right thing. So that's why the, the league yeah, issued a, a blanket sort of directive across all our um, clubs and associations. Yeah, 100%. I think that, you know, if there's rules for one, um, they've got to be rules for everybody, particularly then if you're talking about the different clubs, everybody needs to be adhering to the same rules and regulations. And, uh, and you know, we shouldn't have a situation where one club or however many clubs are able to get away with something when the others can't. Yeah, well, it's not a matter of trying to get away with something. It's a matter of doing the right thing. Okay, you know, we're working where we're within our broader community. Uh, we form a, we're very much a solid part of the fabric of that community. So, yeah, we want to be doing the, the right thing. And that's what we, we see ourselves. We aspire to be those uh, aspirant uh, clubs and organisations that, that people of the community want to be part of. And that's where, uh, that's why, you know, we get disappointed. Whenever uh, you know, our, our clubs and associations don't follow 
the, the guidelines of the league. Um, Nigel, was it too soon to maybe have those games back on the weekend when the restrictions only lifted at sort of at one o'clock on Friday? Should you have maybe held off another week? Oh, we, we had conversations uh, with our uh, affiliated clubs uh, and, and associations uh, prior in the, in the week leading up to that. Um, you know, within the uh, directives, uh, individuals were able to continue on uh, their, their physical preparations on their own and the like. So that's what we we uh, you know, we, we, we said was permissible to do. But I mean, through a, a disrupted uh, season uh, due to coronavirus and the like, we, we're certainly keen to keep things as normal as possible and keep things on track. And, 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 and you know, and that's what we we had the support. And, and the league was supportive and making sure we, we wanted to uh, continue on with the games because you've got, yeah, you have, you've got uh, some passionate individuals out there that, that love their footy and uh, they just wanted to get back into the, the piece of the action that, that it had to be. Uh, it had to adhere to the, the guidelines mm. uh, as set down by the, the relevant authority. I mean, are you disappointed now that uh, that you're in a situation where the police are having to look into this? Absolutely, absolutely. I don't deny that uh, whenever you know, we have instances like this, uh, that, that we, because you know, we want we want to work with our clubs, we want to, to grow our game together. Uh, we we have to work together. So and whenever uh, someone doesn't do the right thing, yeah, you know, we, we have our, um, our our other clubs that are saying, well, we're we're doing the right thing. Uh, but we want everybody to do the right thing to ensure that it's a, a consistent and fair playing field for everyone to, to be involved with. Nigel, when are you anticipating this investigation is going to be complete and uh, and you'll be able to sort of make a decision in this space? Yeah, as per our guidelines, we're, we're working towards the uh, middle of this week to be able to finalise the investigations of, of the matter. Uh, and. and yeah, we'll reach out to, to everybody when we've concluded those uh, investigations. Um, I mean, if if there is a breach found here, um, I, I'm assu- like, what's going to be what's going to be the punishment? Well, uh, yeah, as I say, that's still to be uh, determined. Uh, but the the penalties that are available to the league to uh, are um, uh, financial fines against uh, the, the clubs and those involved, mm-hmm. uh, the, the possibility of uh, deduction of competition uh, points and the like, and also suspension. So we've got a, a fairly broad sort of uh, ability to place uh, sanctions against um, uh, those involved. Well, Nigel Roy uh, from the NRL here in the Northern Territory, I appreciate your time this morning and we'll, we might see how things progress throughout the week. Uh, we may end up catching up with you again. Thank you. Uh, thanks for your time, Katie. Thank you. That's Nigel Roy there, who is uh, the head of the NRL here in the Northern Territory. And, uh, yeah, um, by the sounds of it, uh, as we know now, the Territory Police are looking into this matter as well. Uh, it's pretty disappointing. I think that everybody needs to make sure that they are, um, you know, that they're on the same level playing field here. There's no doubt about it.